So how are you doing, man? I'm doing good, bro. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. It's been... Uh, now that my semester is over, um, I don't have anything to do. And I just feel so bored and hopeless. Does that ever happen to you when you reach a goal? And then when you reach that goal, you don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, man. It's literally like the story of my life. Really? Yeah. Okay. What was your goal? And how did you reach it? And what happened after you reached that goal? Like, for example, like the smallest is when we made Invisible Line and Splat. Mm-hmm. Like when we finished, when we wrapped and we're, when we were done with the, the post-production of Invisible Line, I was like, what are we going to do now? <laughs> what now? Mm-hmm. And we made Splat. That was the that was even more crucial because at least Splat was a little planned when we were making Invisible Line. So that kind of left me on the hook. I was like, what am I going to do now? Yeah. See, that's the that's one of the the things that that's scary to people or dangerous to to people that don't even realize it is that one when we it's good to have a goal, right? It gives yeah. you purpose. It gives you an aim. It it sort of tells you what to do. Um, but the problem is once you reach that goal, it's it's difficult to to know what to do next, right? So in my case. My goal was to just to finish the semester, go through my finals, and get a decent grade. Um, and then I reached that, and then after that ended, I had a lot of free time, and I didn't know what to do next. So I was just being bored all of the time. And when someone is bored all the time, they just think of really stupid shit, you know? Can you give me an example? Of the stupid shit that I think? Yeah. Why not? I just wanted to give up, you know? Really? Yeah. Holy I just didn't want to do anything. Yeah, you know, when you have a lot of free time, though, you just like dive right into the stupid shit. I like movies, right? Yeah. And I had a lot of free time to watch movies, but I didn't watch that many movies. And during my school time, I was like, man, once this semester is over, I'm going to have so much free time. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to watch so many movies and, so, and play games that I wanted to play for so long. Yeah. But I didn't do any of those. Really? Yeah. I mean, I watched a couple of movies, but not that much, man. That's devastating, bro. It is pretty sad, but um, I don't know why that happens, though. It's kind of weird. Like, once you have the opportunity to to do the things that you want to do, you just don't do them. It kind of um, goes back to this. You know, when you are procrastinating a lot, you know, let's say you have this thing that you got to finish, right? Mm-hmm. And you didn't do it, and then you feel the guilt. And then you're like, okay, once I go home and I have the free time, I'll do that thing. And then you have the free time and you still procrastinate. Yeah. It's it's kind of similar. This is not real procrastination though. It is. Because no, it's, it's... Explain. Okay. Procrastination is when you have to do something. Yeah. But you delay it. You delay it for another time. You say, I'll do it later. This isn't like that. This is more like... Yeah, it could this be. is more like I don't really have to do this. Mm-hmm. It it would be nice if I did this. It's something that I enjoy doing, mm-hmm. but I can't be bothered. It's a different. It's a it's a it's a difficult feeling to express. I don't know if there's a word for it where you have free time and you can do the things that you want to do, but you don't do them. Is there a word for that? Um. I'd have to think about it. 
you have to think about it? Well, I mean, thinking about it is not is actually not gonna find it because we yeah. don't have to look it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to look it up right now. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's kind of unnecessary. It is, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, we could just name it ourselves. Okay. We, we could just name it stupid shit. Okay, so if procrastinate is the word for when you wanna when you when you have to do something that you don't want to do, so you delay it. Uh-huh. I think this for this situation it would be constratinate. Get you? Do you get why? No. So pro, the opposite of pro oh, con. is con. Yeah. So procrastinate, concrastinate, concrastinate. Yeah. Concrastination. Yeah. So I was going through some um, some heavy concrastination, bro. That's sad, bro. Yeah. Well. I actually, I'm curious about it now. Who else is going through pro, uh, concrastination? I, I think a lot of people are going through that. Like, it, it literally means the definition of concrastination is you want to do something and something in your brain just delays that process. Exactly, exactly, bro. Bro, that's that's pretty cool. We might, yeah. have just, we might have just come up with something pretty cool. Yeah, I've never seen anyone talk about this. Concrastination. Concrastination um but it is it is something maybe it's just me maybe it's not as common as i think it is maybe it's just maybe it just happens with a you know a few people maybe most people when they have free time they just do what they want to do but i'm just stupid i can't do that no let me explain to you the reason why i said that this was similar to procrastination Mm -hmm. is because usually the things that i want to do are also the things that i have to do Mm -hmm. I'm i'm a person who puts his own gives his own tasks right like okay. i i choose my courses myself even though i've graduated so it's something that i want to do it's not something that i have to do but i still procrastinate mm-hmm. it's, that's why i gave it as an example so my case could be similar to procrastination mm-hmm. right i guess I, it's not it's still it's not, not only school but Let's say, you know, we, we wanted to record this podcast for a while. Yeah. And we've delayed it. Right. Is it procrastination or no, procrastination? I don't think it's either of them. It might be procrastination. Because it is it is still a task. Well, everything is a task if you think no, about it. Like watching a movie in your free time is not really a task. It's something you that it you a- it's something that you do like a a, a fun activity. A, is a fun activity a task? yeah is it you can make it a task for yourself sure but there, there's a fine line there I, I i don't know where it is because to me everything i do is pretty much okay. fun for me give me an example where give me an activity where you find it super fun filmmaking um something simpler something that doesn't require a lot of work from you reading reading yeah so when you want to read, do you just sit down and read, or do you like I don't kind I don't want to read right now. Maybe later. Depends. Ever... Yeah, I, I do both. Okay. How it's, about you? Yeah, I I have a lot of those, like playing video games or or watching a movie. Those are all things that I want to do, but when I have the time, I don't do them. Yeah, it's also procrastination, man. Because I, no. You make tasks or I'm not saying I'm not telling myself that I'm gonna do them later. I'm just saying I don't wanna do them right now. (laughs) 
well, you know that you're going to do them later. It, I guess. It's because usually, yeah, the line between a task and, you know, the fun things that you do on your free time yeah. is when you don't do a task, you still have to do it. A game right. is not really like that. Yeah, you don't exactly. Do it today, you don't have to do it tomorrow, but it, you know that you want to do it. Exactly. Sometime. So it's not it's not the same as procrastination because in, in yeah that's why we came up with a new word. Right. Yeah. I'm just explaining why I thought they would be similar, but there's a fine line between. Them. Yeah, you were saying that. What what I'm experiencing is similar to procrastination. Yeah, similar, not the same. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Why do humans have that then? It's it's so weird to. You know to why? Re- yeah. Why? It's so weird to what? Explain. It's so weird when you reach a goal and you have anticipation to do things, but but once you reach that goal, you don't do them. Like, for example, you go to vacation. You always, like, during winter, you're like, oh, when summer comes, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm so excited for summer, and then when summer comes, you don't do any of the things that you planned for. Hmm. Why do people do that? What's in the brain that's uh, what's doing that? It's weird. I think it's having high expectations of the of the future, um, unrealistic expectations, because mm-hmm. when you tell yourself, when the future comes, I'm gonna be happy. When the future comes, I'm gonna watch a lot of movies, and you set up unrealistic expectations for yourself for mm-hmm. the future. That future never really comes when you think about it. It's always gonna be present. Mm-hmm. So. That is one of the reasons why when you think of summer, you know, you're in the winter and then you're like, it's so far away. Yeah. It's almost as if it's never going to come, right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes, you know, you might not be the same. You don't, maybe you don't want to go to vacations as much, but then, or you, you have some, some, uh, some other stuff to do during the summer, but when the summer ends and it's the next winter and you're like, fuck, I wasted all the summer. I'm going to, when it's the next summer, I'm going to go to vacations and all. Mm-hmm. It's all because we don't consider all the other um, factors. I see. But obviously your case is a little different, so I don't know. Yeah. Because you literally don't have anything else to do, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And up until Monday, which is in a couple of days. Um, so it, 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 it makes me wonder... You know, for for one person to be satisfied in life or whatever, um, is the current happiness what gives them joy in life or is it the anticipation of happiness that gives them joy, that gives them meaning? I think that having an anticipation of, of what's coming, it's better for the person than that person living in the the current state that he is in and he's happy but he doesn't have any um, expectations or anticipations for what he's going to be or become in the future yeah would you agree with that yeah it's it's like it's like that that thing where uh, we poor people think of of rich people yeah when when i have a lot of money i'm gonna be happy and you have a lot of money yeah. you're not happy anymore right um i think comes down to um i forgot (laughs) (laughs) give me a second all right i was gonna say something about oh yeah um 
I think it all comes down to, I, I read something beautiful. It says, um, running after happiness is the very thing that makes you unhappy. So Unhappy? Yeah. If your goal is to be happy, you can never be happy. I think that's the opposite. If your goal is to be happy, that'll make you happy. No, that, that literally, it's, the, it's, it, the, it's a thing in psychology. If, if, if your goal, if you're, if you're aiming to be happy, mm-hmm. only happy, nothing makes you happy. When you think about it, it makes sense. Like mm-hmm. you're not trying to enjoy the process. All you're trying to like, you're just trying to be happy, happy. You're just f- so focused on being happy that anything that's, you know, less than happy is not going to make you happy kind of thing. I see. Like, it's like you you, you open your radars for happiness. Mm-hmm. So whenever you see something slightly negative, you're unhappy. Right. You shouldn't focus on happiness if you want to be happy. Well, a lot of goals are indirectly just going towards happiness. For example, just a simple one, you know. Um, finishing college right going going through university i mean you could say the the goal is that to get a degree but why do you get a degree you get a degree so that you can get a job but why do you want a job because it gives you money why do you want money it gives you happiness no. so it all ties back to happiness yeah <laughs> that, that's a wrong motive motive um if you you want money mm-hmm. if you want money for happiness you're not going to be happy because money is just alone doesn't make you happy you ha- you have to know how to spend that money so you have to have i don't know pretty good um ho- hobbies maybe mm-hmm. like i have that money i'm gonna spend it on um living mm-hmm. on food i don't know on my fashion right such such things and then maybe i'll be happy when i'm not focusing on happiness i see do you get it do you get what I, I, mean? I get your point so Instead of just focusing on, you know, like with my example, you get a job, you get, you go to university to get a job to get a money to be happy. So instead of thinking of it that way, maybe you should think of it as I am going to university for the experience, mm-hmm. to learn new things, to learn the things that I want to learn, to get a job in a place where I want to work and do the things that I want to do thinking that will make me happy should motivate me instead of just getting a job getting money and being happy yeah that's exactly right? what it is I okay think. yeah that's true because if you want to be happy about doing something you got to enjoy the process of it right um like reading mm-hmm. if your goal is to just be happy once you're done with a book that's a very stupid motivation because mm-hmm. you know obviously reading it is going to be hell for you because all you're waiting for is just to be done with the book you're just waiting for the last word mm-hmm. and you're not going to enjoy the process then what's right. the point of reading you have to try to enjoy the process as as in your example it's university mm-hmm. you have to enjoy going to classes learning something new making friends so that happiness doesn't come from one instant thing mm-hmm. it comes from um adding up a pile of things that you've done over the course of some time right so for example reading i get happy when I'm done with a pretty good book because I've learned a lot of stuff. It added something to my life or maybe it was just funny, mm-hmm. you know, but I enjoyed the process of it. I was never happy for, for you know, being done with a stupid book that didn't really add anything to my life. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I, do, I do think of that sometimes when I start something. Um, 
I just do it so that I can finish it and then I tell myself that I'll be satisfied at the end. Mm-hmm. Like reading some books or watching some movies. Yeah. I don't I don't do them because I enjoy them. I do them because I want to finish them. And does it make you happy? No. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't. Yeah. It never does. Maybe you know what? Maybe about this um this thing that problem that you were having. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's tied back to this. Maybe you just knew that you wouldn't be happy with watching those movies and your brain, it's so smart that it knows that it shouldn't just wait, waste its time. It right. wasn't, it's just not right time to watch a movie because you're not going to enjoy the process of watching a movie. I see. Yeah, that might be the case. You're a smart boy. I, I watched the movie today, though. Yeah. What was it called? Buried. Buried. Oh. It, it stars Ryan Reynolds. It's, it's actually a pretty cool movie. Really? What is it about? So... This guy wakes up in a coffin buried under the sand, soil, whatever. He's underground, underground. But, but he's in a coffin. Oh. And the only thing that he has in the coffin is a lighter and a phone. Holy moly, that's very interesting. And, okay, don't give spoilers. Okay. And uh, the cool thing about this movie is it's very minimalistic. It's very, very minimalistic. You mean it was a cheap movie to make? I mean, it stars Ryan Reynolds, so I don't... <laughs> i don't think it's yeah. cheap but the execution is is really good really yeah well i'm interested yeah you should watch it it's 90 minutes it's it's like tense it's claustrophobic um so don't not, not even if you have claustrophobia you should watch it i don't have it if you don't you might get it after you finish watching <laughs> the movie um, yeah i used to have it uh, when i was a kid but it went away kind of that's cool. So when you when you had claustrophobia, uh, how, how was your experience getting on elevators? Because I hear a lot of stuff. Mine wasn't that intense. I, no. I, I was never afraid of... Um, I was never afraid of being in small places. What were um, you afraid like, of? Again, I was, I was afraid of the future. Not like... Claustrophobia? Not, okay, listen to me. Okay. Uh, I was afraid of the future incidents that might put me in a in a situation where I wouldn't, you know, be claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I'd get stuck under a stone or inside a cave or I don't know an elevator. But even I don't know. I was just never really afraid of very small places mm-hmm. when I was in the small places. That's weird. I think my my claustrophobia comes from uh, survival um instincts yeah uh i was just afraid that i would i would get stuck in a place and just die there i see that's weird like when i think about it i was never really afraid i was in elevators or something i got stuck in an elevator you were just afraid that something might something bad might happen to you in the future yeah like um like 127 hours you know how he gets yeah that's a good film um or when i will watch buried i'll be like i'll be like okay what if that happens to me and I'll just drive myself crazy? Mm-hmm. At least when I was a kid, I would. But I just I just taught myself not to think about those stuff. Right. Like just live in the moment. Living in the moment. Live in, yeah. I don't I don't like that man. It doesn't it doesn't bring you joy. Living in the moment. It's it's nice in certain situations, mm-hmm. especially for people who um, get anxious with the future a lot. Mm-hmm. You tell them. Just live in the moment, bro. <laughs> and, yeah. and and that might make him feel better. Um, then what makes you happy? What? 
what makes you happy me if you're not living in the moment then what is your lifestyle that you know makes i you think happy? the anticipation of the future is a it's a better joy bringer than the current joy that you are living in mm. like i said in uh, like a few minutes ago yeah running after happiness is better than trying to be happy in the moment yeah yeah mm. that's that's it's 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 not a philosophy for everyone mm -hmm. but um or it might be i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no it it's actually interesting because like you tell yourself i'm gonna be happy five years later and right. then when it's five years later you tell yourself i'm gonna be happy five years later yeah and then that keeps you happy right right because we're seeing a lot of things especially in the west where um nihilism is is very common in a lot of people and and some say that it's that could be attributed to life being too easy life is never easy though but compared to what it how life was a couple of years ago it's very easy right now like you don't have depends on where you look at it from like to me my life is i'm not saying my life is tough mm -hmm. but it's certainly not easy what, what i mean by easy is life doesn't give you things to look forward to for example let's say uh, let's take a guy from 1800s right he has a house he has a farm the only thing that guy has to care about is his farm his kids and the anticipation or the goal for him is to have good crop for for the season to to have as met as much fruits and vegetables as possible so that he can survive the season okay but, but now now what what do we have to care for we have a house i mean the majority of people have a house if you don't have a house the government will try to help you with that if you don't have a job the government will give you money for that you make your own goals like okay i might have a house to be honest i don't have a house yet like i'll yeah. get i'm looking forward to getting married right and then you know i'll probably rent a house for as my first house and then i'll i'll be buying my next house yeah hopefully and then i'll have kids i mean these are just the simple stuff right that but then there's the stuff that i but these are very materialistic you know okay that's what i'm saying these are the materialistic stuff mm -hmm. and then there's my own goals right my personal goals mm -hmm. such as you know becoming a physicist right and then a filmmaker mm-hmm you know these are the things that i look forward to in life okay i don't have to grow <laughs> crops right but i have to make movies i want to make movies you know their life is still not that easy yeah you ju I, we just have different goals i don't think the majority of people have those aspirations in life okay well i do yeah that's good man i do i have those too that's nice yeah yeah that's the thing about life actually you were right life is it gets dangerous when you don't have something to hold on to right when you feel like when you don't have a purpose when you feel like you're not enough mm -hmm. and you just don't have a place in the world and you don't have anything to achieve that's right. dangerous yeah and and it's also to look at it's also a, a problem to to look at things and then say um i'm just going to give up yeah um like with you know right now there's a housing crisis in canada houses are super expensive yeah the they're going higher and higher in price yeah and for a lot of people they could just say well it's really pointless okay not just the housing crisis there's housing is getting expensive education is getting expen expensive like vehicles are getting expensive yeah too. everything is getting exp expensive and in order to get a 
a properly paid job, you have to go through university or even masters, which is a lot of money that you have to, a lot of money and time that you have to spend on. And then on top of that, you have to find a house, find a, a person that you got you got to live with. And that is a, a big hurdle to to cross in order to be part of, uh, of society and be productive. You know what it comes back to? It comes back to when we were talking about happiness. Right. When, if your goal is to buy a house, mm-hmm. that's an end goal. But you have to spend maybe 10 years in the process of it. If mm-hmm. you don't find things that you enjoy while making that money, saving up for that house, then yeah. life is going to be pointless for you. Like, mm-hmm. if you're not enjoying that, I don't know, master's degree or working somewhere, having friends, you know, dating people, mm-hmm. if those are not fun for you, and if you're just looking forward to buying that house, even if you are able to buy the house, that house is not going to make you happy, man. You're just going to be a, a lonely, sad yeah. guy sitting inside a huge house. Yeah, it's. it will make you happy until you get the house once you get the house yeah. you're unhappy yeah or maybe you get you be you're you're happy for a couple of months living in the house and then just one uh, night man just one night really one just night. just one night you're gonna go inside the house you're gonna lay in the bed and you're gonna like what that's the fuck not yeah yeah that's like, it what now what am i gonna do you told me about a story of uh of an indian actor you remember that one yeah 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 uh, he, he passed it was, away it was similar mm-hmm. see that that's life man mm-hmm uh, humans we we think of ourselves as too complicated but we're too simple <laughs> uh, we're yeah. actually like we just want happiness that's right. it everyone wants happiness even if you're evil even if you're good bad doesn't matter okay i, I got a question for you yeah. do you think a person can feel is it possible okay does happiness exist do you okay <laughs> this is a, a complicated question sure, well it is sure. simple think about it it is simple, but I don't know how to phrase it. Okay. Do you need to be sad in order to experience happiness? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. I, I totally agree too. Yeah. Um, it's not like you can, you have to artificially make yourself sad, but mm-hmm. when you think about it, um, like it's too simple. You want to buy a computer. Right. If you have to work for the computer and if you're, again, enjoying the process of purchasing that computer, mm-hmm. that computer makes you more happy than just thinking about getting a computer and getting it in one day. Right. I know it's not sadness, but it's just... Um, disappointing. What? Maybe. Disappointing? Yeah. No, um, just feeling f- working for something. Mm-hmm. Um, and sadness is kind of like working for happiness when you think about it. Right. Um, I think it's absolutely necessary to have a bit of sadness in your life. You you have ups and downs so that you're yeah. just not going on a straight line. A straight line is not happy. Yeah. You, ju- you don't feel the difference. Yeah. You have to, you have to jump down yeah. to go high up. I think, I think a lot, the majority of people will agree that now I have a, I have a more complicated question. Sure. Go ahead. Um, do we need do we does there need to be hate in order to be good hate hate yeah i think what you're supposed to be asking is bad in order to have good no hate (laughs) bad or i guess you could say bad as well but um can you just or do you need hate in order to love um i don't think it's 
because hatred and love are they're both very strong feelings yeah but hating is harder than loving to be honest right um i i think it's not hatred that's necessary but something that you can compare with love okay hatred is i'm going to rephrase the question i'm not going to compare to anything i'm just going to say is hate necessary no no i know (laughs) it's something that we have but we don't need to hate we can just um i I think hatred is um is a very dangerous feeling it is it is very dangerous it's very powerful yeah but it, it it makes stuff happen like um you could hate the system <laughs> and then if if the system is corrupt you can you can hate corrupt things yeah so i was saying you know um hatred can be used to do bad things but it can be used to do good things as well it can be a motivator to help you do you think it's hatred that can motivate you or logic because you can look at a, a corrupt system and then you can hate it like a dumb fuck. Or you can just use your logic and be like, okay, this is bad. Like being able to tell something is bad doesn't mean you hate that thing. You don't need to hate. You can just use your logic and be like, okay, this is a corrupt system. I need to change this. Don't you think? But is it, is hatred, isn't, I don't think logic is as good as hate though. It is. No, man. Hate, hate that's the thing hate is uncontrollable it's it, um, hate and logic they don't go together yeah revenge is something that comes out of hatred but um, logic is not included and if logic is not there then whatever you do is not okay. going to bring good I'll give you an example let's say I live in a country where the government is corrupt yes Sh- should I just be like should I shouldn't I just hate the government and say you guys take away my freedom and instead of just feeling emotionally motivated and just do something about it and you're suggesting that I should just go oh what you're doing is bad so I'm just going to casually <laughs> um try to take you down. Well, when you think about it, if you if you do it with hatred, it's not going to be a permanent solution as as we can see in the history. You have to you have to do something better. You How have to you have to use the advantages of being a human. Mm-hmm. Hatred is it's a very natural thing that exists in the in the nature. Right. You know, animals have hatred too. I Revenge. So. They have it. You you kill the the kid of a you know a dog, and then they'll take revenge. They'll try to take revenge. They'll yeah. hate you. But is it a good solution? Of like, I don't think so. Like, okay, hatred is here, it exists, but I don't support hatred. I don't support it too, but it exists and we can't ignore it. We can't just suppress it. I'm not saying we should ignore it, I'm just saying we should at least try to have some logic. Yeah, we should have logic. I I don't want, like, unnecessary hatred and angry people. Let's say you live in a country that's so corrupt, like in your example. Okay. And the government, it took your money, it took your house, and it took you... um, you know, it put you in a prison. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the solutions that you have? Because I don't I'm, think just hating them and pulling a gun on the on the president is a solution. It's not, but it's it it can motivate you to find better solutions. 
No, it's not going to motivate you to find Bill. You already have a gun and you're pointing it at the president. No, 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 no. That's what I that's not what I'm saying. I mean, it could it, you could end up doing that, but you don't have to. You could you could have the urge to do something about it, but you wouldn't end up just shooting the president. That's a dumb idea. It is. I, I just just because you have the motivation to make change doesn't mean that you're going to have to do it in a stupid way. I think I still think hatred is not the solution, man. Reasoning is the solution. I don't think it's a solution, too. That's not, not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's it's something that shouldn't just be ignored and just suppressed. I think suppression of hatred is worse than just letting it roam free. But that's not what I'm saying, too. Okay, I'm what not are you saying, saying we should suppress it. I'm saying that's the thing. If you include reasoning in your thought, prog- thought process, mm-hmm. you're not suppressing it you are giving yourself good reasons why you should not hate. So you're just taking it out of the equation. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) you're right. If someone hates something so much and you go up to them and be like, hey man, don't hate. And if you hate, I'm going to put pressure on you and all. That's not going to solve anything. Yeah, It doesn't. Hatred, again, as I said, hatred is very dangerous. It's very powerful. Mm -hmm. You need... You need logic and reasoning and the thought process in order to get rid of hatred. And even a little bit of love. A little bit of love? Yeah, you need, you need love in order to get rid of it. So instead of hating uh, the government, you can just say, I love my family. I love the people of this country. I don't want to start a war. And mm. because I'm a smart gal or a yeah. boy... That's a, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Instead of saying, I hate this place and uh, destroying it, just say, there are also people that I love here and I care for them. I want things to be better for them. Yes. Or yourself. I love myself. <laughs> yeah. Th- I mean, that's true. Self-love is uh, it's, it's a good thing it's to underrated. have. It's underrated. Yeah, man. Like people say, oh, you're narcissistic. You <laughs> love yourself. No, man. You got to love yourself. I love, love myself. The world. I love myself. I take care of myself. I got to be good in order to do good to others first. That's okay. so true. Like yeah. in order to love others, you have to love yourself. Yeah. A person who doesn't love themselves is not going to be able to love anyone else because yeah. you don't know how to love. Right. <laughs> so with that said, um, we can uh, wrap this up. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Thanks for listening. And um, hopefully we'll, we'll post more of these. Goodbye.